Hey, welcome to the official podcast of St. Luke Amy Church located in Garland, Texas. I am Pastor Amos St. John. And I am Pastor Jasmine St. John. We are the lead pastors of St. Luke Garland. And we're so excited that you have decided to listen to this podcast. Listen, we pray that the message you are about to hear will bless you right where you are. If you want to know any more information about our church, you can visit us at org. Now, get ready for the word. What a year we have had. I mean, I could stop right there and that would be the whole sermon. What a year we have had. I mean, truly think about it. What what a year we have had. That's a statement alone that can mean so much and mean so many different things for each of us. Uh, as we approached 2020 on the heels of 2019, we anticipated a year like every other year, one that would be filled with hopes and resolutions and probably a lot more of the same. And so with the unexpected nature of life and the unpredictability that played out before us day after day this year, we are thankful that we have made it to this, our last Sunday of 2020. And so I would like to lift up this verse for you this morning. And for emphasis of the subject this morning, I'll be reading the Passion Translation and just one verse, and that's Proverbs 20. And 24. And it reads, It is the Lord who directs your life. For each step you take is ordained by God to bring you closer to your destiny. Let us pray. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for this your preaching moment. God, clearly someone needed to hear this word. So you have moved everything out of the way so that they can hear it. God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you open up our ears and open up our hearts to receive this your word this morning. Let it bless someone, let it bless a family, and let it continue to bless throughout the week. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. The whole title of my sermon this morning is Dear 2020. (laughs) Like a Dear John letter, Dear 2020. Dear 2020, we began with the thoughts and hope towards a promise of new beginnings. The start of a new millennium seemed like a great idea. Well, until it didn't. The mere thought of promise that was held in the perfect sounding year 2020, which in the divine represents restoration and double favor. We never could have imagined that when God promised restoration this year, that we would have to experience it in the form of self-restoration. I'm not sure if we expected uh, for us to flip on a switch or uh, to take place or if we would go back to the year where we were singing, I'm living in the overflow. But what we could have never imagined is that the promise of restoration and double favor would appear to be more like a DIY do-it-yourself version of restoration. Dear 2020, we did our part. We set our resolutions to make incremental changes to our everyday habits to ensure a better life this year. We made plans and goals for how this year would play out in the kingdom and efforts towards ensuring that our ministry impact was thriving. We just didn't expect that you too would have a plan of your own. 
a point to prove, so to speak, that clearly that which we desire is not always going to be packaged in the way we expect it. Dear 2020, you grew us up, didn't you? You, you? We had become so accustomed to a few of life's recent comforts that we didn't realize that we were living a life where we may have expressed verbally our attitude of gratefulness, but found the least possible way to express it. Dear 2020, as much as hindsight is always 2020, where we can reflect on the toughest moments with less pain being felt and the lesson learned being revealed, if I could be honest with you, but for a moment, on behalf of all of us, we are ready for you to see your way out right about now. Mm-hmm. Dear 2020, you have dealt us hands that we were not prepared to deal with. It's been one of the hardest single years for most of us during our lifetime, as if social media wasn't already changing the way in ways people communicate with one another. A virus that spread across the world, shut down the social aspects of everyday life. Social distancing became a part of our everyday sentences when in the end, the results of social distancing had us yearning to be more social than ever. We adjusted to physical distancing and created more ways to be social by different means as we could, but never would have thought we would miss the freedom to just go and do and be among other people without a mask on our face and hand sanitizer in our bags or our pockets. Ah, dear 2020, we do not want to hear the word quarantine ever again. We have been still for so long that in the end, although the virus has not been yet eradicated, we collectively have just gotten tired of being still and angry and anxious that there was no clear plan except wait it out. Dear 2020, that plan did not work. It poured over into the streets as the moment persons were getting settled in and quarantine. Racism and police brutality reared its ugly heads yet again. We had to live through a major pandemic followed by and coupled with the major historical event in the killing of George Floyd, the death of John Lewis, the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement and the facade of support of black lives while institutional racism was denied on every front. Coupled with one of the lengthiest presidential elections and the threat to a smooth transition of power that we have ever seen in our democracy, followed by the recent and now almost common complete shutdown of our government as the debate about aid continues on. Dear 2020, we have lost loved ones and friends unexpectedly. We have to wake up each day and decide to live through loss. You have forced us to change our routines, our habits, and the way in which we interact with one another, the way in which we do business, the way in which we maintain life, the way in which we go to church. You have caused us change and discomfort, and we are through. But 2020, before I let you go, let me say this to you as well. Thank you. There are times, yes, 
that we have wanted to prematurely say so long goodbye. But 2020, you have opened doors for those who have been waiting for certain doors to be opened. You have caused new jobs to be formed and prayers to be answered for those who were looking to do something different. You have given us more time at home with our immediate family time that we may have uh, never taken uh, if we had given more time to do so. That time we have taken for granted. Dear 2020, you have created unique spaces and platforms for us to continue to see each other's face. You have given us space and carved out opportunities for the things that needed to truly change and for things that needed to stay the same to truly be treasured. Dear 2020, you have given us a sense of gratitude for the little things, the things that we didn't see before. We found happiness and trying new things. We are hopeful, but not naive. We are happy as potential has shown us that there is indeed more. We have found our can't quit spirit and determination to continue to fight and go on. We have been freed from our comfort zone. So thank you. Listen, if you could pen a letter to this year that we have had, would it be a letter that would have a tone of thanksgiving or would it be filled with anger or maybe regret? Would it be filled with angst or anxiety because it has not yet been revealed how this year is going to have a greater impact on the years to come? If you could say anything to the you that was you before this year, to the you that is also going to be after this year. What would you say? If in fact we believe the scripture to be true as we do as believers, then we believe that it is in fact the Lord who directs our life. That includes the life and the part of life that we enjoy where we feel the instant gratification of favor and blessings and honor. And it also includes the seasons of waiting and disappointment and stretching and rebuke. God is omniscient. He is all knowing. He knows what we need in this season and out of season. And the blessing is that in his all knowing, he has all the power. God is omnipotent. It means that even when it doesn't seem like anything good can come out of this, when it seems like there is no possible way that they, that we can still be blessed in the midst of chaos, when it seems like the burnout and the restlessness is about to take over, when it seems like we might as well give up in defeat because we have been out of church for so long that no one might come back. When we feel like we might as well quit, uh, that that's when the omnipotent one says, take a look again. It's there. When it doesn't seem like anything is going to change, that change comes. It, it's there in the midst of our complaints that how much we have lost and how much uh, that is changing and how the things are not staying the same in the fear that it will never be that God shows up. The omniscient one reveals himself to us and says, yes, it will never be the same. It will never be the same because I have called you to be much more as a nation, more as a church, more in your family, more as a connectional church body, more 
on your job more, in your purpose and your destiny more. And the reason why you are still alive is because there is more. Do I have any survivors out there who are a witness that he has kept you this year? It is survivor season. There has been so much unexplainable loss this year, but God has kept you. Dear 2020, you thought you would take us out, but the devil is a liar. God has kept us and we are alive. If you feel that God has not done anything for you, and if you feel like you can't see the sunshine through the rain, the one thing that cannot be disputed this morning, if you are watching this and if you are under the sound of my voice, is that you are alive. And for that, you ought to praise God right where you are. We can get so caught up in the rut of focusing on what hasn't happened. What opportunity didn't come through this year? What issue hasn't been resolved? What we haven't been able to do or accomplish this year? What hasn't gone our way? What we have lost? What we haven't been able to do that we forget just to thank God that we are alive. And because we are alive with each breath, each day, we get the chance to see that God has ordained each and every single step. Why? Because each step that he orchestrates, each direction that he gives, each moment in life, each part of the vision and plan that he reveals is ordained to bring us closer to our destiny. He has knitted us together so that each of our destinies may be fulfilled. You are here, St. Luke. You have made it. You have survived. So do not lose hope. As he has ordained your steps for such a time as this, all of this, all that we have been through over the last couple of months from Lent to Christmas was all destiny steps. And if I could leave you with this thought, remember this as we approach 2021 and finish out the year 2020. When we look back on the time, we will see that this year has been a turning point in the right direction. This year has been the new foundation for what God is going to do in the kingdom through us. This year has been the year that you have been stretched. This year you have been proven that you can do more than you thought you could do before. This year has been a game changer. God has used 2020 to take the limits off. And at this point, there is nothing to lose. And each day is a gift. Everything you have been through this year has been steps towards your destiny. Every good day, every bad day, every day that you felt weary or anxious, unsure about what the next day will bring. As a believer, there is no reason to fear what the new cycle may bring tonight. For the Bible says in Psalms 52 and 22, the NIV version says, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. In other words, another translation says this. Here's what I've learned through it all. Leave all your cares and anxieties at the feet of the Lord and measureless grace will strengthen you. Leave all your fear, all your worry, all your anxiety, all of your doubt 
at the feet of the Lord and leave it in 2020. He has more in store for you. And if I could leave you with this last thought, destiny always comes with a choice. For verse 24 in Proverbs 20 says, for each step you take, the key word is you. You will have to participate and can no longer sit idly by. At each phase, stage, and season of life, God has something for us to do. He has a direction for you to go in. Yes, even you, and you have to take steps in that direction. And oftentimes, beloved, we utilize as a crutch that we're just going to wait on God as a way to not have to make a choice. What God is saying this morning is that destiny is a participatory entity. We must take and make the decision to walk with God and not walk away from God. We must take the steps. He cannot make them for us. As the calendar changes at the end of this week, do not go back to bad habits. Do not rush back to what it was like before. Do not negate this moment in this time that he has allowed for reflection and realignment, for new passions to be pursued, and the things that you have given up that no longer bring you peace and joy. Do not let the next year erase the fact that you have tried something new. You have worshiped through conference call. You have found Jesus on Zoom and here you are on Facebook or YouTube or even listening to a podcast and still receiving the word of God. Church, it's not going to look like what it used to. That does not mean that God is still not there. He is ordering our steps towards our destiny. And we have to take the steps with God and not away from God. So dear 2020, so long. Bye-bye. It's been real. You've hit us with your best shot. You have tried it, but we are out of here. And we are pressing towards 2021. So church, get ready because God is going to do a new thing. We have made it, y'all. We have survived and we are alive because there is more in store. Get ready for more. Do you believe it this morning? God is going to do more in our lives in 2021. And I can't wait to see what God is going to do. Listen, right where you are, can you go ahead and bow your heads with me as we reflect on this year. This is the last Sunday of 2020, and I want to make sure that you leave this year having acknowledged your relationship with Jesus Christ. Listen, the Bible says we don't know the time, the day, or the hour that Christ is going to return, and we don't know the day in which God is going to call us home. And we want to make sure that when he does, that you are in a right relationship with God. And so I'm offering you Jesus Christ this morning. Now I want you, as we reflect on this year, 
to accept him as your Lord and Savior. And if you're not sure, perhaps you're not sure, and you want to rededicate your life to Christ this morning, just pray this prayer with us. Dear Jesus, I am a sinner and I am sorry. God has been a rough year and I haven't done everything that I was supposed to do. I'm asking for your forgiveness. This morning, I'm giving my life over to you. I believe that you were born. I believe that you died. And I believe that you rose and that you're coming back again. Enter into my heart now so that when people ask if I am saved, without a doubt, I'll be able to declare that I am saved. I am saved. I am saved. If you prayed that prayer for the very first time, I am encouraging you even now to go ahead and place that information in the comments. Just say, I've prayed the prayer. Or email us at info at stlukegarland.org and we will walk this uh, step out with you. If you want to join the church this last Sunday of this year, I encourage you now to go ahead and put it in the comments. I want to be a member. Or you can email us uh, privately at info at stlukegarland.org and we will give you the new members information. I am so thankful. And we praise God with the angels for those of you who are giving your life to Christ, who are joining the church, who are becoming a part of the body of believers, no matter what it may look like. God is saying that all of this is so that we can get closer to our destiny. And I pray that you believe it today. Hey, family, we pray that this word has encouraged and inspired you. And right where you are, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can listen to the Word of God each and every single week. If you want to know more information about St. Luke Garland or if you want to sew, please visit our website at stlukegarland.org. We'll see you next week.